Good morning and welcome to Coffee, Pray, Repeat. This is Sonia Gonzalez and today is January 17th. It's a Friday and it is a cold and wet morning here in Vista, California. I am going to be heading off to get ready for a half day of work today, but wanted to record something uh, very quickly. For all of those suffering with the flu today, um, I'm praying for you. We got over our bout uh, last week and it was intense to say the least. So um, today I am looking at the homework for our women's Bible study. The study that we're doing is from Priscilla Shire called One in a Million, Journey to Your Promised Land. On the back, it says, Every week, millions of believers fill the pews of the church and hear about the greatness and power of God. They are told that they can experience it, yet few ever do. If you hunger to experience His power, hear His voice, and live in the abundance promised to you, then this book is for you. And I'm really happy that um, our pastor's wife chose this book to start the new year off because the um, theme has been really to kind of wrap, start to wrap our minds around hope and what it means to have hope and what it means to live in that hope and to really apprehend the promises of God. I think as women and just living on this planet, the minute we open our eyes, we are concerned with many things and life is going at a breakneck speed sometimes. And I feel that this is a timely study and I'm excited for it. So last night we met uh, for the first of eight weeks that we'll be doing this with our women's group and the takeaway this week um, was uh, kind of a three-part writing assignment. The first part is deliverance and we are to journal on what do I want deliverance from pray about that, write about it, um, ask God to reveal that. Or if I already know, tell him, tell God what I want to be delivered from. So that's the first part. Second part is development. So that's the process. And the journal assignment is, journal question is, what do I want to see God do? What does he say he'll do? And what do I have to do? Then the final part of that is destiny. And the journal question questions are, what do I hope is my destiny? What am I looking forward to? And what is it that I'm being asked to let go of that doesn't belong in the promised land? So in my destiny. Really obviously thought-provoking questions and something I'm going to really have to look at. I apologize for all the reallys 
in listening back to these podcasts, I have realized that I really like the word really. So it's good to know these things about ourselves and how we talk and what we say. Uh, That's really (laughs) what is on my heart, my mind today, is thinking about those questions and digging deeper and asking God to define those, to uh, reshape my thinking on them and to give me some perspective. One of the things I do have to admit to you is a tendency towards complacency and laziness. Now, anybody who's who knows me even a little bit knows that I am... I am very busy. I have work. I we volunteer. We serve at our church. We have a family that we're connected with and extended family and there's a lot going on. But I I love to put down my blanket on the couch and I can spend hours hours days with Netflix on, Amazon Prime, Fandango, our Cox Cable, and just watch and watch and watch and watch, binge watch things. And there's lots to be done. And I'm not saying that this is rest, like the Sabbath rest that God calls us to. I am not talking about that because there is definitely a season and a time and things set aside where God wants us to have intentional rest, an intentional ceasing of of work, doing that in a way that honors Him. I'm talking about, I just need to numb my brain and check out and just be like a fat cat on a couch, just doing nothing. And and it can be pretty, it can rear its ugly head, especially when I feel like things are out of control or I'm uncertain about something. I can just just do nothing and be completely unattached. And, and that's my way of isolating. So... Uh, I'm in a false like reality where I'm just sitting here and it's just not like a show. It's like, you know, and I think it's a, uh, a thing nowadays to like, you can binge on this show or you can binge watch this. And, and I know people do that. And, and honestly, the last week we were sick and that was very appropriate. There was nothing else we could do. We had no energy. So um, again, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about able-bodied person, not enjoying a Sabbath rest, if you will, but a person who's sitting there saying, I don't want to deal with reality. I don't want to deal with life. I don't want to deal with anything. I literally want to check out. And that's what I'm talking about. And finding that balance of what's a healthy sense of that and what's not. And I think all of us have our 
mind numbing, checking out, don't want to deal with life thing. And for others, it's busyness. It's like, I'm going to paint, I'm going to, or I'm going to take on this new project, or I'm going to, you know, fix people, or I'm going to insert myself into other people's drama, or I'm going to shop, 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 or I'm going to, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, it could, it could be an active thing that you're doing, but it's, something that is causing you to check out. And again, part of that pool of, of checking out is sex, drugs, alcohol, and then there's this slew of all other things that don't necessarily look like they're destructive, but they are. So in thinking about these questions, I mean, that's been swirling around in my mind because it's something so private, something nobody really sees, and something I can keep very well hidden and you know I can still grab my phone and check my text or emails or whatever but for all intents and purposes I am I know I am not making a useful uh, using my time wisely so that's my confession of the day Uh, and I know that that's looks small in comparison to other things that I could be doing, like, you know, any number of things, but it's, it's still huge because it is keeping me in a, in a way, in a cycle of complacency and laziness. And then, um, it's an area where I really, I feel that the, that I'm filled with shame about. And that is a vicious cycle. Shame is, we've heard TED Talks from Brene Brown on shame. Shame is something that is, is debilitating. It, it keeps you in a sense of insecurity. It, 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 it feeds you this kind of false sense of yourself and, and who God created you to be. And it's just not right. So I think in that question with... Uh, from the Bible study last night about what do I want deliverance from? I, I, I think I'm coming to the answer for part one and I have to journal on that and I have to really dig deep and I come from a long line of women who know how to do this really, really well. It wasn't that I picked this up on my own. It was definitely, I was a product of that environment and Uh, I have to push back against that. So I wanted to read before we end this podcast today, Psalm 139. And it is someone very dear to me. It's one of her favorites. So it's just a reminder. And I'm going to read verses 1 through 18. O Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. 
Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If, my, if I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. So that is a reminder of how carefully we are crafted by God and how intentional he is with us as his creation and how when that's lost on me, I'm just a slug, like literally. And I'm called for a higher purpose. I was created for more. So today, I'm confessing that to you. And I pray that as you look at your life and you look at the things that God is calling attention to, that you are honest and that you are aware of his love to not just leave us there but his marvelous voice in our life in our lives to say get up off the couch or quote unquote take up your mat and walk so walk my sister and know that we are all walking together whether you've been like me on the couch and just whatever or if you're involved in that relationship that you know you shouldn't be or if you're doing that that secret habit that nobody knows about whatever it is today could be the start of a brand new life for you I'm excited for us have a wonderful day and thank you for listening